something else I ask you. I ask for you to pray for this great nation. The hideouts. We did not authorize assassination squads. We did not authorize the resurrection of COINTELPRO. We did not authorize the repeal of the Bill of Rights. We did not authorize the revocation of the Constitution. We did not authorize national identity cards. We did not authorize the eye of Big Brother to appear from cameras throughout our cities. We did not authorize an eye for an eye. We did not authorize this administration to wage war anytime, anywhere, anyhow it pleases. We did not authorize war without him. We did not authorize. 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 Oh, yeah. Late Night Brothers back with you once again. El Jefe and J-Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. Don't worry about your real name for the next two hours. Don't worry about people knowing your identity with your faces. This is your safe place. This is The Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Phone numbers tonight you will need because we are going to be giving away prizes this break. What is it? 866-277-4969, 866-277-4969. Also, RadioHideout.com. Uh, there you can link up to the AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger, JFK Hideout, and also the email, JFKHideout at AOL.com. Want to kick out a very special thank you right off the bat to the guy under the names and no section known as Various. Um, he sent me... Uh, the the JFK hideout email address. He sent me the most beautiful, I guess like um, web picture. I guess they call them movies. Yeah, moving pictures. They call them movies. He sent me one of these things of Monica Bellucci, who of course you know I am completely in love with. Monica Bellucci nude, bathing herself. It was a movie. Like, yeah, uh, how it was, long? Like, it was a clipper. It was like 36 seconds, but it had the exact close-up. I swear to you, there is no doubt that there is no one else on this earth hotter than Monica Bellucci. I'll give that to you right now. We've had this debate before, Dubs. I know we've had it before. Yeah. You contend it's Bowley Spears. The uh, Also, you can find her on uh, RadioHideout.com. Go to links. Bowley Spears being the female illusionist. Uh, it's a dude. The other thing is you can see the real picture of the dude under under the forums, or actually the galleries. Side by side, you've got Bowley Spears, like the real guy, the yeah. man guy without the makeup, and Chad Dukes. They look almost exactly the same, which oddly makes me kind of figure maybe I would like Chad Dukes in a skirt, too. <laughs> but... But that would be like uh, Britney Spears, like in about ten, twenty years. Yeah, when she's got the middle-aged spread, because that's what Dukes has going. Yeah, he has a mom body. Um, yes, no doubt, exactly. Speaking of mom bodies, I think that Fairy Lady will be back in the hideout sometime this week. I thought you were going to bring up something about Cigar Sid, but okay. Oh, you know what? Speaking of Cigar Sid. Congratulations to our men. Did they ever decide on a name during the Ron and Fish show? I don't believe so. They got plenty of good ones like Flaccid and uh, I, that was my favorite one. Just suck up. Sidalicious. Uh, Sid Mark. But um, oh, that is a good one. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to congratulate him for uh, getting an, a, the internship with the Ron and Fish show. Uh, he is actually 
been a defender of the hideout. And so I appreciate him listening, and I'm glad to know that he is once again a co-worker. Part of the hideout army. <laughs> no, don't start that. He is once again a co-worker here at 106.7 WJFK. Cowboy up, baby. Prizes that we have to give away to you tonight include a Sopranos prize pack. Of course, uh, do not miss the all-new episode of The Sopranos this Sunday at 9 p.m. And catch all-new episodes of uh, HBO's new original series, Deadwood, immediately following The Sopranos only on HBO. We're also going to be giving away free tans from Solar Planet, the most irresistible tans in the universe. We'll also hook you up with $10 off of a Solar Planet lotion purchase or towards a tanning package. Certain restrictions apply. For more details, go to www.solarplanet.us. And the thing about this Solar Planet, they got hot chicks working there. Of course, they're always friendly and professional. You know, there's, you know, they know their stuff when it comes to tans. They're going to tell you, you know, don't put all that fake, fake stuff on you and then go get in the tan. Cause then you're just going to look silly like that lady from uh, There's Something About Mary. But the other thing, too, is that's where the Redskins cheerleaders go. So Redskins cheerleaders will be there as well. Do you think you could ever uh, sneak a peek at them if they're... I think you'd have to work there, but um, I'm sure they're a very professional staff. I'm sure no, they don't I'm, do that kind of I stuff. I mean, if you go, I'm, I don't mean sneak a peek at them while they're in there. I'd love but, to. But, like, just see them walk in and uh, do their thing. I'd love just to go in after one of those Redskins cheerleaders and just sniff the booth. The hell was sniffing at that point. You lick. <laughs> you lick that booth. <laughs> well, you got all the sweats. And you got it. And you know everybody smells the same after they tan too. Yeah, it'd be like a salt lick, you know. It's it's like you could uh, take a shot of uh, Cuervo off of them. Mmm, you get me all excited for the weekend. Um, weekend. 866-277-4969. So again, we were saying congratulations to our boy Cigar City for getting this back. I do want to say though. That Cigar Sid is not the only Ron and Fez intern who was doing very well for himself. There is another J-Dubs. Um, that would be formerly known as New Rory. That is Sideshow now in the hideout. And I don't know if you've heard this. If you uh, listen to the late nights, you've probably heard where Sideshow is now doing voice work Yeah, here at WJFK. And I sat down with Sideshow for a little production session, if you would. So let's hear uh, what Sideshow's all about. See if this guy actually has a future in the business. You ready? Life is a boy. And it's brought to you by MafiaLife.com. And by the way, that's his favorite thing to say now. Like, that's his saying. This C-boy. He just walks around calling everyone that he knows that. Look out, C-Boy coming into the room. And so that's his thing, and that's what he, and he has the goal to say this in front of a mic. But he also says a little something, too, a little later on about our boss. So listen for that. The Hideout is brought to you by MafiaLife.com. <laughs> i got to say it a few times. Now, the I, hideout. <laughs> now, I heard he was trying to force his voice a lot during the weekend. Replay too. The oh, that's tape. That's right, because he does host the weekend mixtape Saturday yeah. nights on 106.7 WJFK. I, I would have to agree with the people who said he kind of sounded top 40 jockish, but I think he did a good job and he'll get comfortable. Well, I know they're already ripping him apart on the uh, on the forums on RadioHideout.com. I, 
I tell you, just give him a few weeks. He'll he'll come into his own. I mean, when I w- first started on the air, I was uh, J Dubs the audio assassin. All right, I I came up with all these little nicknames and everything. I thought I was the coolest. Hey, do you remember? And I was the biggest dork in the world, and he'll grow out of it. Hey, trust me. And your thing was you were J Dubs audio I'm, assassin spinning the wheels of the steel. wheels of steel. All night long, which made sense because I was doing a techno show. Well, when all of us get into this business, we have this tendency to try to talk bigger than we are. Oh, yeah. You know, and that kind of stuff. And a guy like Sideshow, unlike you and I, actually has a radio voice. Mm -hmm. So when he tries to stretch it or push it a little bit, you know, it sounds really, really bad. So here he is cutting this from MafiaLife.com. That is brought to you by MafiaLife.com. You want the distorted voice? The hideout is brought to you by MafiaLife.com. Just say the hideout is brought to you. Why are you pausing? Just say the hideout is brought to you by MafiaLife.com. Because it's got to be more than three seconds. You said seven. The hideout is brought to you by MafiaLife.com. Why do you sound like you need to... The Hideout is brought to you by MafiaLife.com. I talk like a man. Don't whisper like you're some whore. (laughs) The Hideout is brought to you by MafiaLife.com. Mafia.com. It's brought to you by The Hideout. Mafia Life. 106.7, Cameron. WJFK. Point. What? Look at my... Look at me... He was talking about Cameron right there? Yeah. All right, so here's the thing. During the Saturday Night Mixtape, when he very first went on the air, he went on the air saying it's 106.7 WJFK. And so Cameron called him and ripped him a new one saying, you don't work at 106.7 WJFK. You work at 106.7 WJFK. Do not forget the point. And so what is the point? That's why I said Cameron. And that's the whole thing, too. I mean, all these different stations, it's 99.1, it's 106.7. I mean, we've known stations where it's 105.3. You know, it's so silly, this whole, but that's the way you're branded, I guess, and it is yeah. 106.7. Oh, I remember uh, I uh, called uh, our old station, 92.1, the edge, and I got reamed for that because... You know, there is no more. There's no point anymore. But for him to go yeah, on, no and, point of working here anymore. And for him to go on and talk this kind of trash about Cameron. Yeah. Now, in all fairness to Cameron, um, <laughs> and the sideshow, he didn't know that was going to get aired until afterwards. I'm cutting all this up, and I'm saving. It. He's like, "What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and air this." <laughs> no, you can't. So. Sh- so, Cameron, if you're listening, just know that Sideshow was just kidding. Or it wasn't meant to be on air and we yeah, put it on air. We know he only has one more strike left. So, <laughs> Hey, why don't you run the board over there, Dubs? I saw him yesterday. You want me to tell you why I've turned that one down? Because every time something went like that for a little bit there, I could hear every last little drop. Maybe. Ah, yeah, okay. Wow, this is really interesting. Uh, I saw him yesterday, and I said, hey, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm going out to eat. It, it was nice working here with you. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, I'm sure you'll hear about it later on. I, I cut a commercial, and uh, I made sure I said the point seven. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's finish this out. Only a couple more seconds. Okay. All right, come on. The Hideout is brought to you by MafiaLife.com. Come on. <clears throat> 
The Hideout is brought to you by MafiaLife.com. And yes, it is. And we do want to thank Chris and and everybody at MafiaLife.com. You heard them earlier during the Ron and Fez show. You've heard them, uh, of course, on this show. And uh, thank you to those guys for being sponsors of The Hideout. The Hideout is brought to you by MafiaLife.com. And there it is. There's the real one, actually. Yeah. So we do want to thank uh, them. We want to thank Sideshow for his hard work. And we want to thank Cameron for not firing Sideshow. That, <laughs> yeah. It was accidental and support Sideshow on the Saturday Night Weekend Mixtape. Some of the things we got going on for you this evening, Dubs, include, uh, speaking of Sideshow, I do want to get into... <sighs> It's almost weird because I'm trying to be in a good mood, mm -hmm. but I've seen that video. Yeah. The video of the... De the I, I ended up... I saw, like, the tail end of it with you, and I ended up watching it again, and watching it in full is terribly disturbing. And we're talking about the video in which the American got decapitated, and we're not going to talk about it now. I don't know if you can consider that decapitation. Hey, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll cover it uh, here in about 15 minutes. So if you have any thoughts about this... You know, get ready to hit us up. Yeah, hold on to your uh, phones and just wait 15 minutes. 866-277-4969. Now, along with that, too, did you know that there was another person here in town that got attacked with a machete? Yeah, I was, uh, I'm fairly aware of it. I haven't read through the story yet or anything, but I've heard uh, things about it. Yes. Well, it happened in your backyard. Yeah. It happened in Alexandria. Scary, isn't it? So we'll tell you about that story coming up at 1130. Uh, also, too, I don't know if we're going to be able to get to it tonight, but there's some sort of an intervention that the hideout needs to do. Our buddy Lefty, who's on the website, RadioHideout.com, under names and no, um, there's actually, he's dating a Hooters chick. And the Hooters chick is considering getting breast reduction. And so I want to talk to her as to why, because she is gorgeous, absolutely beautiful. I heard she's gone up two cups since we've uh, seen her, though. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so... All right, so, but we're going to chat with her as well. It's back problem time right now. Ex well, I don't know, man. We'll get into it. You work at Hooters. Could you imagine? Any yeah, but we'll you don't work at scoliosis. You don't want that to happen. Aren't you willing to sacrifice a few things for beauty and attention? For, for a good tip. So that's another thing that we got planned for you this evening in the hideout. Again, 866-277-4969. Let's check in with a buddy, Don Freddy Krueger from MafiaLife.com. How are you doing so far in the business? I'll tell you what, I'm doing just great. I'm doing just great. My family's awesome. Yeah? Are you enjoying the game? I heard, I, heard, I think you called in during Ron and Fez, did you not? Yeah, I did. They uh, left me on hold for 48 minutes and then hung up on me. Oh, come on. Well, that's going to happen. I know, I know. No, no, no. Well, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, guys. The game is awesome. I probably got the smallest family in the game right now, but uh, yeah. anybody that logs on there knows that we're always in there power raking. Uh, always up there high for a small family. Well, there you go, man, and that's cool. In fact, we're going to be giving away some accounts uh, to this MafiaLife.com in just a second with this game that we've come up with. Rave reviews from everybody that's using it. Everybody is re really, really hardcore once they start doing it. Is, uh, is Oddball here? Yeah, Oddball, get in here if you would. I want you to host the game show that we have right now. Again, the game show to give away... The MafiaLife.com accounts, the Sopranos prize packs, in addition to the solar tanning p package. And actually, I was talking to you about this, Dubs, because we have the solar planet tanning. I want you to look over this real quick, if you would, Oddball. I want you to practice these because you're going to be our game show host, okay? 
Uh, 866-277-4969. What do you need? Hold on a second. We're doing a show. What are you doing? Jesus Christ, you're going to come in here and mime stuff? God damn, man. All right, so here's the thing. We were sitting here talking about Solar Planet, and we need to give these away. And I actually had somebody IM me during the day saying, are you still uh, are you still tanning? And I was like, well, actually, I am. Thank you very much. And he was like, I just want to let you know how gay that was. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I find it odd that you thanked him after after he asked you if he was tanning. And he, was like, is he, he was like, are you in a bed? And I was like, no, I'm in one of those stand-ups. And he's like, oh, really? The hex. Yeah, the hex. What's that like? And oddly enough, it's like a closet. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just waiting ten minutes to step out of it. Yeah, exactly. But I love it. I love the tanning. I love the solar planet, okay? Mm-hmm. So here's what we got. We've got a little game. Again, call it up right now if you want to win these prizes. 866-277-4969. We are going to play a game called Metro or Mo. All right? You've got to get two out of three correct. And here's the basis of the game. Dubs, you came up with the game. What is the basis of the game? The basis of the game is we took characteristics from the people from the Queer Eye show, and those guys are the Moes, and characteristics of our producer, Tommy Bateman, who is a metrosexual. What you have to do, you have to pick out whether um, this is the characteristic of the Mo, which is the Queer Eye guy, or the characteristic of the metrosexual, which is Tommy Bateman. Now, this is the world according to the hideout, okay? No, actually, these are actual characteristics of both people. Now, did you... Now, so, where did we get the information from the Queer Eye guys? The Queer Eye guys, I looked up various uh, interviews with them, their bios off the websites. And I don't want to give out too much because I don't want people to go look it up and then win hey, the game. we got to give out prizes. Yeah. I don't mind that. And how did we learn the stuff about Bateman? Just stuff that we know. They, some of them may be exaggerated, but... All right. Oh. All right, hold on a second. Already he's pissed. Already he's threatening... Well, this is all right, since you know nothing about me. He's already, he's already sending me instant messengers that say, you are so going to get beaten. <laughs> right. You know I can save this and print this out, so if I do get beaten, it's going to be you that they're going to come get. Uh, I don't care that I can beat you up again because of double jeopardy. Would you argue the fact that you're a metrosexual, Bateman? Somewhat. Look how I'm dressed. Okay, but you are. I very and as we will prove in the court of the hideout by the end of this game, it will be proven that you are indeed a metrosexual. Look at me. You and I both work out. It's okay. Don't. It's not being being a metrosexual, being a homosexual. There's nothing wrong with either one. Nothing. But our idiot listeners take it, you know, too far. Well, well I'm sorry. If we have facts, we have facts. So eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. Oh, and I'm sure. Oh, you get cut off. I don't know. You have to answer the phone. Bad, uh, bad cell phone line there. Okay, so let's play with Brian. Brian, you're in the hideout on one hundred six point seven WJFK. You there? Hey, good night. All right, buddy. Now here, if it's if the answer, if the correct answer is Bateman, you will hear this. If the correct answer is the Queer Eye guys, you will hear that. All right, here we go. Oddball, if you would, please, the first question in Metro or Mo on 106.7 WJFK. Okay. Is it the Metro or the Mo that wants to get a nose job? The Metro or the Mo? Would you say that's the guys from Queer Eye, or was that Tommy Bateman? Oh. Um, Metro. 
I'm sorry. That is actually the guys from Queer Eye. Which one is that? Uh, that would be Kyan. All right, you still got two chances, though. You ready? All right. All right, here we go. Give us another one. Okay, the next one. Is it the Metro or the mode that loves to smell like soap? Smell like soap. Metro. That is correct. You are correct. Tommy Bateman, he even told me this, too. I I always notice whenever I walk around Bateman, it always smells like caress. <laughs> uh, okay, so you can pick out the actual soap. I didn't know if it was dish soap or. And he and he told me that bubble bath. he told me that there was a chick that he knew in high school that always liked to be around him because even if he had just gotten done working out, he smelled like soap. So good for him. There's nothing wrong. Spring. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. No matter what, I always smell. He, he's always zestfully clean. Beautiful. Good. All right, you're one for two so far. All right. Metro or Mo giving away the uh, various prizes, and I think you want to play for MafiaLife.com, right? Yeah. All right, here we go. I want you to get this. Let's give him an easy one. I want him to get this correct to be a winner in Metro or Mo. Who did it? Bateman or Queer Eye, guys? Okay. Is it the Metro or the Mo that was in the Boy Scouts? Ooh. And this could be any of the guys on Queer Eye? Yes. Any of the guys from Queer Eye. Or oh. Tommy. <laughs> Hey, you would take the vote. I'm going to go with the odds and say the Queer Eye guys. Very good. Congratulations. You are a winner in Metro or Mo on 106.7 WJFK. It was actually Tom who was in the Boy Scouts. That means that you are going to get the free account from MafiaLife.com. Congratulations. I bet Tom had the best looking test there. I bet. Hold on a second, all right? Thank you. There we go. All right, we got people lining up wanting to play the, the new hit of the nation, Metro or Mo, on 106.7 WJFK. 866-277-4969. Again, get in while you can. Uh, we've gone through, I guess it is three so far. And this is another way, too. This is an opportunity for you to get to know the hideout as well. This time, the spotlight is on our producer, Tommy Bateman. We have no problems. In fact, you will find no other radio show more than likely uh, than us that is more understanding giving to the metrosexuals and the homosexuals. You know what? I bet you won't find another show that's more gay than this show. <laughs> and I will guarantee that. K-Dog, you are in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. What's up, fellas? What's up, brother? All right, let's do this. All right. Here we go. Oddball, give us it. All right, K-Dog, is it the Metro or the Mo that thinks he's fat? Oh, it's, it's them, uh, the gay dudes. I'm sorry. Oh. Oh, that's right. You still get another chance to go around. It is actually Tommy Bateman who, who believes he's fat. He's constantly bitching about his abs and constantly telling me that he doesn't have the energy to work out. Again, these are things that I wish the rest of America would actually be up for. You know, if everybody else cared as much about how they look as Tommy Bateman, we wouldn't be in such a dire situation when it comes to health care. Um, you're okay, K-Dog. you got another chance to go around with this. Let's, let's go over here. Oddball, please. All right, K-Dog. Is it the Metro or the Mo that shaves his entire body? Uh, yeah, the, the Metro. Yes! <laughs> like a swimmer. Like an Olympic swimmer, he does. Uh, congratulations. You are uh, one for two so far. You get another one correct. You're going to win a prize from 106.7 WJFK. <laughs> no, he doesn't because that's not true. What do you mean? Look. Oh, no, come on. Don't show us. All right. I thought you always, I thought you shaved Look your... Look at my freaking legs, you freaking moron. <laughs> <laughs> Hairier than your back. 
<laughs> he still gets it. No, no, he doesn't. No, hold on a second. We can't just hand out prizes with false answers. Let's just, like, giving things away. We can't do that. All right, hold on. Hold on a second. All right, I had this conversation with Dubs. Dubs wanted me to say some stuff. Dubs asked me, come on, I got a quick question. Dubs asked me, what do you know about Bateman? I, I was like, well, he's always clean shaven. <laughs> Dubs goes, he's always clean shaven. I was like, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen him with a beard or even any stubble or anything. And so then he goes, does he shave his entire body? I was like, yeah, I don't know. And Dubs goes, all right, we'll just put yes. <laughs> we'll go with that one. Although the information may not be completely correct, we're going to give you that one, K-Dog, because that's what we had on the sheet. And if it's yeah. on the sheet, it's correct. That's what I'm talking about. All right, one more oddball, if you would, too. And, and make sure you say his name, K-Dog, because I like when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, K-Dog. <laughs> Is it the Metro or the Mo that spends a lot of time on his abs? Oh, this should be an easy one. We just covered it. That's the Metro. Congratulations, you... You're a, you're a winner in Metro or Mo on 106.7 WJFK. You have your pick of tanning, Sopranos prize pack, or you also have your pick of the uh, MafiaLife.com. K-Dog, hold on for me, all right? No problem. Thanks, fellas. But thanks for listening, man. And spread the word among the brothers. 866-277-4969. All right, how many more players do you want to go with? Yeah. You can take a couple more. I'm loving this game. What do you think of the game? Do you like it? I love it. I don't think Tommy likes it that much. He threw the mic last time he was in here. And you know, you know, that was funny. <laughs> I like how I said, uh, he seems clean shaven, doesn't have a beard. And you were like, does that mean his whole body? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, we'll go ahead and put it anyway. Well, we have to we have to run with a bit. Come on. Exactly. Let's get another contestant in Metro or Mo. George has been on hold the longest. George, thanks for hanging in there. You're a player on 106.7 WJFK. You ready to go? Hey, guys. What's up? All right, buddy. Let's, uh, let's go oddball. Give him one. you got to get two out of three, Metro or Mo. Again, the Queer Eye guys or our producer, Tommy Bateman. Who was it? Okay, Joe or George, here's your first one. Is it the Metro or the Mo that takes his aggression out on women? Um, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go Mo. I'm sorry. That is Tommy Bateman. There is a reason that we named him Tommy Bateman. If you've ever seen American Psycho and the way that he hates women and he treats women, that's where it all kind of came from. That's right, though, because you could still go two for two and end up winning a prize for us. Uh, okay. Let's go ahead, uh, Oddball, if you would. All right, George, your second one. Is it the Metro or the Mo that touches his friend's shoulders? <laughs> I'm going to have to go... Bateman on that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. And before you come storming in here, I just want to say that it's something that I guess friends do, but I noticed it a little bit more. Whenever Bateman talks to you, he has a tendency to touch you. And not that I think it's anything that's homosexual at all. It's a friendly gesture. Now, come on. Come back. We should have done this at the end of the night. Yeah. All right, you're uh, right now. You're one for one, or one for two, George. One for two, George, okay. on WJFK. Um, right. Go ahead, Oddball, if you would. Please. Okay, George, is it the Metro or the Mo that likes feathered hair? <laughs> and this is for you to get a prize on WJFK, Metro or the Mo. Um, can I ask what 
kind of hairstyle Bateman has? I'm sorry. You'd have to go to RadioHideout.com to see that. I have okay. a request that you uh, have already been there, so it's going to be a matter of you um, just kind of going with the flow. Okay, sorry about that. Um, or the mold. I'm going to have to go... Mo. Yes! Yes! yes I'm the winner! That is actually Kyan. Yeah. Is it Kyan? Kyan from the Queer Eye. And he's the one that's actually in charge of all the grooming and stuff. Is that is that correct? I believe I watch the show. And I, be, and I believe he's probably also the cutest one, too. Yeah. Uh, he's the one that I would have to pick if I were uh, going to do that. All right. Well, congratulations, George. You're a winner on 106.7 WJFK. This boy's Bateman. I don't know. He, he took off. Eyeball, will you go back in the back real quick? Just run in the back. Let me see what's going on. <sighs> Jesus, did he quit on us already? God damn it, it tends to happen. And did, by the way, this isn't the first time that we've run people off. Is he here? No, I think he left. God damn it. Not here? No, don't know where he's at. All right, well, we're going to we're gonna have to stop the game. I mean, Oddball's the host. We're going to have to stop the game here. I apologize to everybody who's on hold. Uh, Bateman has kind of screwed us again. He killed the bet. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine. So we got to have some more questions. You know, he does. Know. He gets mad at the most stuff, but when he storms out like that, it's a little bitchy. <laughs> it's a little queenish. <laughs> All right, I tell you what. We'll go. We'll go one more round. If you guys are willing to just hang on hold for a second, we'll have Oddball do multiple tasks running around. We'll just keep the going, just uh, game going, just a couple more times until we yeah. run out of questions. Uh, Troy, or is it T-Roy you're in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK? T-Roy. All right, T-Roy, you ready to play? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's do this. Go ahead, Oddball. All right, T-Roy. Yep. Is it the Metro or the Mo that says sesame oil is the best condiment? Uh, the Mo. Yes! That was a gimme, basically. Yeah, that is Absolutely. a... That's Ted on Queer Eye who believes... I don't even know what sesame oil is. No. Can it be used as a lubricant? I'm guessing so. <laughs> All right, those are the questions that I'd like answered on the hideout uh, in JFK. Okay, um, let's skip let's skip the next question and go down to the bottom two. All right, bottom two, if you would please, oddball. Here we go. Metro or Mo on JFK? Okay. Hey, Roy. Yes. Was it the Metro or the Mo that said, "Bad credit you can fix, but bad skin will leave scars"? Uh, that's the Mo. Yes! That's right. And this is the easiest game apparently in the world. To yeah. Be, uh, and I'm not even gay. <laughs> <laughs> then why are you listening wrong to the hideout? Uh, congratulations, T-Roy. You are a winner. You again have your choice of uh, various prizes. Sopranos Prize Packs, MafiaLife.com, and the Solar Planet uh, Tanning. So congratulations, T-Roy. Hold on if you would, all right? Okay. All right, bro. I would recommend the tanning. I actually dig the tanning, man. Yeah. I've started tanning. People are telling me I'm looking healthier. I'm looking sexy. Can you blame them? That's the question I have. Can you blame well, them? Well, you were at the bottom. You can only go up from there. I let's, <laughs> let's take a break. Let's <laughs> come back. You're the fattest, palest Mexican I've ever seen before a couple weeks ago. Again, again, how are you, my best friend? And I want to thank you, too, by the way. And maybe we'll talk about that next we got kind of a short break. Let's talk about that next. We're going to get into the whole decapitation thing, the Alexandria uh, machete incident. We're going to talk about this stuff, but I want to give it a lot of time, so maybe we'll move that up to about the 12 o'clock hour so we can get a nice extended break on it. I want to know your feelings. I want to know where you guys are at on this. Have you seen the video? 
I mean, God. So we'll do. We'll cover that in about thirty minutes. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. In the meantime, hang out. We got more stuff coming up for you. Great job, Oddball. Good job uh, being, being our game show host. We're taking a break. We're coming back. It's the Hideout one hundred six point seven WJFK. The Hideout. Brought to you by. Christ, I can't find the hell with it. The Hideout. Well, look. I've got a little proposition for you, El Jefe. I will pay you $1 million to sleep with your friend here, J-Dot. $1 million, one night, cash. Just throw that out. You two, mull it over. Get back to me. Specializing in homoerotic humor, the hideouts, El Jefe and J-Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. I think, I think we found a winner in that game, Metro yeah. or Mo. I dug it. Welcome back into the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. It just uh, depends on how long we can keep on finding metrosexual stuff about Tommy out. You know? I say we do this, bro. I say we switch it up a little bit. Because he's not the only metrosexual in this building. I say next time it's the Queer Eye Guys versus WJFK management. Cameron, Cameron and Allen are very, very metro. Cameron and Allen are very much the prototypical metrosexual kind of dudes. And so maybe we'll do that next time. Now, the trick is for you to continue to find different stuff about the Queer Eye Guys. Yeah. I got a couple of questions that we didn't use this go-around about the Queer Eye Guys. I'm sure I can. And there's more than just the Queer Eye Guys in the gay world. Are there really? I think so. I did not realize that. Maybe we can do Ty Ty the Nighttime Guy. 866-277-4969. Um, also, too, go to RadioHideout.com. That's where you can get all the backstory on the, uh, on the uh, show. And I really dig the site and the fact that it's becoming the online hideout for not only fans of the show, but just people in general. People are signing up. You can get personal messages. I'd love people to send me personal messages on the uh, on the forum so far. So far, people only contact me if they have problems. They've pretty much ignored me on the R radio site. What, what kind of problems? Uh, a couple of people have had issues like logging in. But uh -huh. I forwarded on to Bad Monkey, our web guy, and he gets everything taken care of. That's a guy you can count on. He's a flash. You know? That bad monkey, he's right on top of it. Um, you know who else is on top of it? You know who else I have to thank tonight uh, is you, Dobbs. Why is that? I want to thank you for being a very good friend and coming to pick me up in Silver Spring when I had car issues today. Even though I was late. You were late, but I'm not going to blame that on you. Remember, now, weren't you surprised that I wasn't all huffy and puffy and pissy? Yeah, I was, I was like, oh, great. Now I have to ride a half hour with... Pain in the ass in the in the in the passenger seat, just bitching at me the whole time. We're gonna be late because I live in Silver Spring, and right now I'm working three shows. I mean, I'm doing behind the scenes. I wouldn't exactly call it producing, but maybe technical work for the Don and Mike show. Of course, I edit during the uh, Ron and Fez show. So basically, what you have is a lot of prep time. And <laughs> the, it's so funny too because I'm sitting in the back. It's done during Don and Mike show. Mike comes walking in. Hideout topics. Wow. What you guys got going on tonight? And um, I'd like to say that all of the content tonight has been approved by Mike O'Mara. Um, in addition to that, though, but, I, you know, so you, I got to get here like around 2, 2.30. He really loved the, uh, the mower metro. I'm sure he did. And, in fact, 
whenever uh, you pick me up, it's like 12.45 already. We got to get down here. I'm slow. I'm late for the beginning of the Don and Mike show. But um, I want to thank you, though, for coming and picking me up, though. That was seriously very, very nice of you. Anytime, man. Didn't have a car. In fact, you're taking me home a little bit later on. But what I found... We haven't hammered out all those details yet, but... Whoa, okay. Um, but what I found interesting is we're sitting in the car. Mm -hmm. And, of course, there's some traffic. I don't know how there's traffic on the Beltway right now, uh, like at, you know, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. But somehow the Beltway is already stacked up, coming from Silver Spring to Fairfax. We're sitting on the Beltway, and I'm looking in front of us, and I point this bumper sticker out to you. I'm looking at this thing, and I have this theory, J-Dubs. That there are two kinds of people in this world. There are the people who will put bumper stickers onto their cars, mm -hmm. and then there are the people who will not. And I would say the majority of the time, the people who put bumper stickers on their cars are scumbags. I'm normally the type of person who won't do it. I won't. I have a, a little American flag on I, mine, and that's it. I don't understand why you would mark your car up with a bumper sticker, like like your car was was uh, a really trashy person working at TGI Fridays and, like, every single bumper sticker is flare. That's what buttons are for. You put that, so buttons, you can take them off, you can put them on, you can exchange them. The bumper stickers are one-time use only, and usually they're there forever. And I just do not understand the people who have bumper stickers. Well, what I don't understand is when people try to make a political statement on their bumper sticker, like they're going to turn anybody around. You know, like the pro-life, uh, even the pro-choice ones. Like anybody looks at that and goes, you know, damn, I've been making the wrong decision this whole time. It's so funny because bumper stickers, for the most part, equal tattoos, but for cars. Yeah. To me, it's like almost that permanent. You can get in there and you could scrape stuff off, I'm sure, but it's a bitch of a time. It's not nearly as easy as it is on that VH1 Classic promo where they're peeling off the teddy bear sticker and they put on the rat sticker. It doesn't go like that. It's not that easy, usually. And so you're talking about the people who are making political statements, mm -hmm. the people that are trying to change minds with bumper stickers. We're sitting there on the Beltway. On the Beltway. What is this, 2004? It's 2004, is it not? It is. Maybe you're listening to this in the future in some sort of a replay or a best of or something. But right now it's 2004. We're looking at this car in front of us. It's this big, old, like, Chevy beat-up truck. Mm -hmm. And it's like an extended trailer on it. And on the extended trailer is a bumper sticker that reads the following. Protect the new endangered species with a big, fat Confederate flag. And I just, I'm, I'm like shocked and appalled by this. Oh, you weren't turned around by it? No. He didn't make the statement clear and you aren't thinking, yeah, the white man is a new endangered species and we have to do something about it. I can't, you know, I was actually talking to somebody about this not too long ago that, all we need to do is have the like have the older generations just die off. And if we can get like one or two more generations just to die off, then we'll be okay in society because all of the hate will be gone. It's but it's not true. It's 2004 and people are still running around with these bumper stickers. I'll tell you what, you go into uh, my hometown of Fallville, Michigan, 90% of the people would agree with that sticker. Sadly enough, and those are the people who are, I mean, those are young people who are still in high school coming out, and it, it, it's never going to change. Now, have you ever done anything to a car that had a bumper sticker on it that you didn't agree with and you didn't like? I, I, I topped off the gas tank before. 
You know what I, I you know what I actually did one time? And this is actually one of those silly radio stunts, but one of our competitors was out doing something. They were out at some remote doing some live broadcast. And so we did a wacky DJ thing where we drove out and we stuck all of our bumper stickers onto their vehicle. That's gay. It was gay, yes, but at the time it seemed like very funny. It seemed like great radio promotion. It seemed like a great radio stunt. In high school, I drove this really beat-up Caprice Classic, and I put the, uh, the uh, I don't know what kind of station it was. It was like a kind of a family-oriented light rock station. All their bumper stickers covered the whole front half of my car. Like, just sticker to sticker. You couldn't see any paint for the first half of my car up to the uh, the, uh, the the front doors. After that, you know, it was brown again. But from there up, it was all the bumper stickers. Now, I got to admit, though, sometimes when I'm driving around and I see somebody with, like, a tool pump bumper sticker or a Marilyn, Man- Marilyn Manson bumper sticker, I'm thinking, that's kind of cool. I think I'd get along with that person. At the same time, too, you got WJFK now that has bumper stickers, or I guess they're window stickers that are seriously well, the size of a grown man's head. They have both. They have the window clings and the bumper stickers. And have you seen these things with yeah. the size of a person's head? Yeah. There's one right there. It is, it's the size of a person's head. Yeah. And I wonder who would put this onto their car. Now, some people are telling me on the AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger that if they see someone who has a bumper sticker in which they like, they'll actually let them in front of them. They'll, let, like, them, they'll like let them pull in, I guess, uh, in front. Sort of like Jeep owners. Jeep owners will always let another Jeep owner out in front of them. They'll stop traffic for the other ones. There's also it's like a little club. There's also this weird thing, too, about Jeep owners. When I owned a Jeep, I owned a Jeep, a Wrangler, and it was a badass. That Man, I was such a stone-cold pimp with this thing. But you always wave to the other Jeep owners yeah. as well. Yeah. Because you all know. I, I was creeped out when I was driving with my one friend, and like just random people were waving. And you just wave because you understand what it's like. You got a Jeep. You kind of live the same kind of a lifestyle. You probably had the bumper sticker on that on that thing. It's a Jeep thing. You wouldn't understand. I've never had a bumper sticker. Never, ever, 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 ever. And I'll tell you why. I got scarred once. There was one time I was hanging out with my pops. It was Father's Day. I was a little kid. I didn't know what. I was going to get him. So I was at a novelty store, and I got him a bumper sticker that said, S happens. <laughs> All right, you can't find him anything. Not even a pencil. S happens. I found him a mug. How about don't worry, be happy? I found him a mug, and I put the bumper sticker inside the mug so it looked like a nice little care package. Why, why wouldn't you just buy, like, some uh, gourmet coffee and put it in the mug? And both the, the mug and the bumper sticker said S happens. <laughs> and I gave it to my father, and the look on his face, the utter disgust and disdain that he had How on his face... Getting? I don't know. I was like seven or eight. I was a little kid. Uh-huh. It was back when the S happens was like really, really. That was like the new saying. That was the big saying. <laughs> That's what everybody uh, was going around saying to their to their buddies. So some backwoods redneck store sold a seven or eight year old an S happens bumper sticker and mug. Eddie, Eddie, yes. And he looks at me and he says, "What kind of a person do you think I am?" He said, "Do you really think that I'm going to put this on my car?" And I was like, uh, I guess not. He's like, I want to let you know that when you get into high school and you get into middle school, I'm not even going to put those stickers that say I got an honor student from this school. I am not that kind of person. I am not. Look at me. I am not a bumper sticker kind of guy. 
And that was... Well, he told you. And that was Father's Day of 88. You were seven or eight years old. and <laughs> There was Father's Day of 88, and you wonder why I have so many issues. There they are, 866-277-4969. Matt, you're in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. What's going on, buddies? What's up, brother? I always get a big kick out of seeing people who have bumper stickers of guys who ran for uh, political offices like eight years ago. Yeah. And you see like guys with like a Michael Dukakis still on the back of their car. I always get a big kick out of that. <laughs> I still get the uh, I still get a kick out of the uh, Howard Dean stickers for president. Oh, and that was just that was yeah. so uh, so not long ago. And you and that's the other thing too. You you're branded a loser almost. Yeah. Well, you you put that on your car during, not even during the presidential election. You know, during the primaries, you gotta have some strong strong will to do that. Exactly. Uh, you always feel bad for those people, and a lot of times too, the people who put the presidential things on their cars, they drive nice cars, and I don't even understand why they do it there. And when would you ever put Dukakis on your on your car? Like you ever think that's going to be the winner? All right, Matt. Thanks, bro. Great show. See you guys. See eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. So I just always thought that funny too. Like if if I had to put a bumper sticker on my car, if I was forced to. I think it would probably be of a band that I like, but then I don't want to. I don't want to be that person who's driving around. You, know? well, you you are turning. I'm telling you right now, and you don't want to hear it, but you're turning into a music nerd. Am I really? Yeah. Why do you say that? Well, just how you can go on and on about the lyrics of Marilyn Manson or the lyrics of Tool, and I say go for it. Go for the bumper sticker. You are ready for it. All right. If I had to put bumper stickers on my you're car, you're primed. Here's what they would be. I'd have a Dallas Mavericks bumper sticker. I'd have a uh, a Manson bumper sticker, and probably a Tool in a Perfect Circle bumper stickers. Those are the those are the bumper stickers that are going on. Now, Oddball, Oddball, get in here. This is a great Odd, one. Yeah, Oddball actually has a lot. Let's get Oddball in on this conversation. I'm actually interested. Get him in here whenever he gets a chance because I had this buddy who in college we called him Mamo. He was actually on my very first radio show, Vox Pop, Vox Pop Expose, uh, KTXT in Lubbock, Texas at Texas Tech University. He was the guy that had bumper stickers all over his car. I mean, completely all over his car. And you look at him, and you don't have the same kind of respect that you normally would. 866-277-4969. So you're a bumper sticker guy, are you, Oddball? So you're trying to alienate everybody tonight, huh? I Lowe's, the metrosexuals, <laughs> the uh, thicker people. Okay. Now, now, but this is funny, though, because I, did you not just hear the conversation that I have with my father that completely scarred right. me to bumper stickers, and I think that's the reason I have this. He also told me, too, if you ever get a tattoo, you're not my son anymore. So he's a real belief in property, be it your body or your car. You just don't mess around with it. You do the bumper sticker thing. Educate me. What do you what What do you like about having the bumper stickers? Does it make you feel better? Do you, do you feel like you're getting your message out? What is this? That's like uh, I don't know, just having your freak flag flying. You know, you, you put out there, whatever. You know, if you're a fan of a team. Uh, what do you have on? What do you have on there? Which ones do you have on there? Well, I have mine on my window, so they're they're probably not that much difficult, more difficult to take off than uh, like the DH two one whatever the hell it is stickers you were talking about. What do you represent? Uh, I have like uh, typo negative. I have Foo Fighters. I have See, this some... is a cat I wouldn't mess with. Those are actually bands I could respect. I could respect that. I don't think that's too creepy. I'm what do you What do you find creepy then? Um, if you left the room, I'd tell you Foo Fighters and typo negative. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, Nick, you there? 
Hey, guys, how's it going? What's up, buddy? Hey, I've got two vehicles. My two vehicles, my truck, I'll put bumper stickers on. My Jeep, there's a chance in the world I'm putting uh, one on a Cherokee. You know what I'm saying? I, I think, uh, it's, you know, bumper stickers kind of uh, give away your... You, you your know, personality? Exactly. Um, and like in my truck, I've got a couple different bumper stickers, you know, flagging the, the Redskins, you know, the Orioles, the Terps. But on my Cherokee, there ain't nothing going on. Now, see, is that, does it also drive down the resale value, too? I can take them off. Yeah, you can. No matter take what, you can always take them off. It might be a pain in the ass, but you can always take them off. See, I'm so I put lazy. Them on the bumper. I put them on the window, you know, or, you know, on the glass. Part, but I'm not definitely not. Yeah, them put them on the glass. That's what I tell yeah. the ladies. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Thank you, buddy. Uh, 866-277-4969. And again, I, I don't... All right, so I separated America into two two groups. Those who bumper sticker, those who don't. The only bumper sticker I really have is inside my car on the roof. That says J-Dub. Yeah, I have a J-Dub's bumper sticker up <laughs> which there. He, which he made out of some other band's bumper uh, sticker. The Dub Pistols, and I cut it all up and made it say J-Dub. <laughs> I swear to Christ, Dub's made about 70 of these. I was handing them out to everybody. At the station, and it had to take you at least 10 minutes each to make, no? Oh, yeah, they, they were very involved. And actually, if you go back to Lansing right now, there you probably still... Find a few on some people's cars out there. Especially in Fowlerville, where he's king of Hibbard Street. Yes, I am. Chris, you're in the what hideout. What up, 517? Hey, guys. You're, uh, you're, in, you're in the hideout on JFK. Go ahead, bro. What I don't get about bumper stickers, I look at them as the same way as seeing some punk kid putting a big-ass dragon decal on the side of his car. It just makes you look like a horse's ass. It makes your car look like crap. You know, and I'll say this, too, and I, th I think we talked about this the other night, about my people, the Latinos, who will put their last names on like the back windshield yeah and i don't know if you've seen this up here but it happens a ton down in texas and it, it'll be arced and right in the middle of it it'll be uh the virgin mary yeah no and i i hate to say it's true i mean it, it's jimenez with the virgin mary on the back of the uh car my friend actually now that you say the virgin mary in the big name a mexican group of people drove through uh fowlerville a car broke down there and uh, uh, it was a big, uh, actually, it was just a minivan, and they had that on the back of it. You know, uh, I forget who, it was like Rodriguez, and then the, you know, the. Oh, Virgin sure, just pick out Rodriguez. No, no problem. Uh, and then I. Uh, Giving away we, my last name. We we bought the van off them for 100 bucks because they, they needed the money, and their van wasn't working anymore. So we bought the van off of them for 100 bucks right there. And I took the uh, back window home. It was in my in my uh, bedroom forever. <laughs> so let me get this story straight. So Mexicans get stranded in Fowlerville. Yeah. Instead of helping them, you buy their car from no, them for a hundred dollars, and then you use it as a trophy later on. Yeah. So what'd you do? Lay down like a nail strip on the road so their tires went flat and they couldn't go anywhere. Is that what you're doing? You're running a whole scam just so you can collect the windshields of various Latinos who drive through Michigan? There's not that many, so. <laughs> it's like an endangered species. Fairfax Mike, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's it's, like on, a, it's like a prized deer with the big antlers on my wall. <laughs> you know who the worst are? Is these elitist SOBs driving around with their Mercedes with the little uh, outer banks or the Pocono sticker on the back of them. They're uh, saying, yeah, we got two houses. You can't afford to have one. Oh, that's so true. You want to ram them from behind, don't you? Hey, that is so true. In two ways. Hey, I got a question. Have you seen these? The also the stickers where they're white and they just have, like, initials? Yeah. What are those? But some, of them, uh, some of them are for, um, for 
like sororities and fraternities. Yeah. Oh. And some of them, and some of them, you know, you'll see the uh, uh, BNB, BNL, the bare naked ladies ones, oh but they God. they're just ripoffs of that or Dave Matthews Band it's BNB. Absurd. Those Outer Banks stickers, Poconos, uh, Solomon Islands. We got a second home. Is my Mercedes. I just want to ram those people from the side. Sons of bitches. All right, brother. Hey, how was the strip club last night? Uh, let's just say the Huddle Club should be called the Kennel Club. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Ridiculous. All right, all right, bro. We'll holler we'll at you later. later. So, uh, somebody's asking me, hey, Hafe, if some white guy had a Marilyn Manson bumper sticker, but when you waved them, they ended up being racist. They also had a uh, a uh, a Confederate flag. You know, would you be pissed? And um. I don't know. They like Manson. I don't know. I think I could get over it, actually. If it turns out. So, all right. So, we learned from Oddball tonight. And I'm not going to judge anymore. I think I'm a better person from this segment because of the fact I looked at you and I said, hey, normal people can have this, too. And I thank you for teaching us in the hideout. Education, if you will. And you are normal. That's why we call you Oddball. Oddball, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it, that's, it just fits perfectly. It's like calling the right-handed guy lefty. Exactly. Right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. And we're going to get a little serious on you because I saw the most disturbing, godforsaken thing this afternoon. And I want to clear the air. And I also want to know what the hell's going on in Alexandria where something not exactly similar, but what? just about as heinous happened as well. And it involves machetes. And what the hell's going on in this world? Jesus. And then also we'll end on a bright note because uh, we're going to try to do a little intervention with the Hooters chick who's thinking about having breast reduction. You see here that all of us, we're getting everything in the hideout tonight. Dubs, again, thank you for giving me a ride as we were coming in. Uh, I, I really appreciate that. As always. It's the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. You can't seriously be my friend. J-Dubs. I'm, I'm your best friend. No. Remember that. Dial the phone, Peter. What friend are you? The best of friends. Intelligent Entertainment next. Dubs, I suggest you keep your mic off. Cafe and Dubs. The best of friends. Together forever. 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 On the hideout. Those of you listening now, just rejoice in the fact that you're not these two. You lose your douches. Welcome to the hideout. It's good to be intelligent, it's good to think for yourself, and it's good to be an individual. We're real people with fake names and invisible faces. Read the alternates in reality radio. The revolution starts with the hideout. 106.7 WGFK. Let them know some people outside realize how much power is in this one room. Let them hear it! Welcome back into the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. I'm El Jefe, sitting across from me, my best friend in the whole wide world. And I mean that. Do you? I seriously do. I still don't believe you. I really do. That is J-Dubs over there. And um, thank you to uh, Bateman, who I guess has come back to uh, do his job. And thanks for, uh, to Oddball, who's sitting in. Which he's being paid handsomely to do. Exactly. All that cash. Uh, that you're getting. I want to say thank you to uh, the Sim Girl who sent me a personal message on RadioHideout.com. Thank you, baby. Uh, again, uh, we want to chat with you during this segment. We got to get a, a feeling, Washington D.C., of where you are right now uh, with everything that's going on in the world. Eight six six two seven seven four nine six nine. 
And, of course, uh, utilize that AOL for broadband instant messenger JFK hideout. Again, JFK hideout. Uh, oh, by the way, one quick thing, Dubs, going back to uh, your car, because I drove it up to the gym just a little while ago. Yeah. I find it funny that you still have only programmed two radio stations I never into li- your car. I never listen to the radio. You've got, like, seriously, the preset number one is, like, with the, like, 89 point whatever, like, the normal presets. Yeah. Like, and it's so funny because it's, like, number four, which is 99.1 HFS, and then the very last one is WJFK. Well, I used to have uh, three was 97.9, four was HFS, five was DC 101, and six was WJFK, but... I don't know if my battery went dead or something. I lost all of them, and then I only ended up putting the two back to where they were. So you only watch, uh, you're, you only listen to HFS and JFK. Yeah. And, and actually, when you pick me up today, you're listening to uh, ICP, the Jackalope. Yeah, I don't, I don't even really listen to the CD play. I, mean, I don't really listen to the radio at all. It's always CDs, um, which is terrible. Hey, I work in this industry. You know what, though? Honestly, I don't either anymore. If you're stuck here for how many hours out of the day, why? But it's not even about being here. If you look at the rest of radio, what are you going to listen to? Are you going to listen to the same Blink-182, the same John Mayer, the same Sarah McLachlan? Are you going to listen to that same stuff over and over again? That's that's why JFK is so goddamn cool, because it's something different every day. Unless it's O'Reilly. And then you get the judge. Yeah, so the, the judge is back again. So then it's is he, he going to be on again tomorrow? Christ, who knows? Um, but I know definitely you'll start hearing the Howard shows tomorrow live from Vegas. Thank God. I, I love the, the, the Vegas shows. You know, the Internet is such a crazy thing. You can find so much on the Internet. And I've become a junkie now for this newsfilter.com because they always have so many, like, interesting videos. And they also have some of the odd stories mm-hmm. that are out there. And I came across this one. Alexandria, Virginia, and I saw this yesterday. We just didn't get the chance to get to it. An Alexandria teenager's hands were cut off early Monday morning in what police say was a gang-related attack with a machete. Officers said the 16-year-old, 16, was walking along the street about 1 a.m. when he was attacked by several people. Detectives said one of the attackers had a machete and used it to cut off both of the boy's hands. Um, The teen had life-threatening injuries and was taken to an area hospital He's expected to survive. Doctors managed to reattach his hands. However, the doctors said they could not save four fingers. Police four are... fingers on each hand? or I guess total. Okay. Police are still looking for the attackers. Well, you know the guy has to know who did it. It's just a fear thing. And the... They can't tell. And honestly, we saw this yesterday. We were going to talk about it yesterday. We didn't get to it. Just so shocked that people are walking around Alexandria with machetes well, cutting off people's hands. Obviously. I don't know where this happened or if it happened on the streets or if he got pulled into somewhere, but I'm guessing he was over at someone's house or something. And, yeah. Well, this the story says walking along the street when he was attacked. They think this may be something gang-related. Splash, you're in the hideout on JFK. You got any info on this, additional info? Oh, uh, yeah. Um... It actually happened just down the street from where I was, actually. All right, so you live in Alexandria. Yeah. What did you hear? Now, this is coming from you, but what did you hear? All right, there's this gang, right? It's MS-13, and they're, they're a bunch of Spanish guys, right? 
Okay, I don't know that for sure. I'm just taking your word on this. Yeah, and it's, um, it's a local gang around here. And they, uh, I guess the dude was just rocking around the street, and uh, his car died or something like that. He got a flat tire, and they, a bunch of dudes just jumped out. And, uh, yeah, like you said, they had the machete. They just chopped off his hands. Now, what part of Alexandria was this? It was um, in Fairfax County. Okay. I'm the, 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 all right. Well, see, I don't, I don't know how much of this is true or not. I'm going to take I'm, your words, yeah, Flash. Trying to get up. I'm assuming you wouldn't lie to us. Where did you hear that stuff? That it was a, a Spanish gang. That the guy just had a, a, a flat tire. Well, no, I'm not saying they're all Spanish. I'm just, it's uh, mostly okay. Okay. Yeah. No, that's all right. I'm just, I'm just trying to get more info on this. Yeah. And I, I, but, did the, did the kid do honestly something that was completely unprovoked or no. what? He didn't do anything. He was, uh, I, I think he might have been a member of another gang or something. Now, see, you almost kind of, sadly, you kind of hope it's almost something where it's a member yeah, of another gang. Yeah, you hope, yeah. It's, you hope it, it, it was somewhat provoked because you don't want crazy people just walking around lopping off hands. Yeah, you don't want to think if you're going to get a flat tire in Alexandria that you're going to end up missing your hand. Because I've had a few. Yeah, seriously, you're a piece of crap car. All right, well, thank, hey, thanks, Splash. Thanks for that info. If anybody else has any other info, you know, 866-277-4969. Now, I don't know about what gang is what and what gang does what. Yeah. And to be perfectly honest, I don't want to implicate any, you know. Any, any gangs. Any gangs. Because I'll be honest with you, I'm not here to start any kind of gang wars or get in the middle of gang wars. I'm here to have fun. but it's, We're afraid. Yes. <laughs> Let you know we're afraid and we don't want any trouble. Deathly afraid. Okay? Seriously. We're just trying to talk. We just want to talk this out. And my name is Tommy Bateman, and this is Bateman's Bathhouse. And I am Sideshow. On 106.7 WJFK. You can call me Josh. Uh, <laughs> it's Josh and the Tommy Show. Uh, and so, all right, now I'm getting all this info about this gang. I don't want to ink. I don't want to say it was this gang. Yeah. I don't have the info about this gang, um, so I'm not going to say it was. Tell the police say that it was that gang. We are going to say it was that gang. It was just. It, they say it was somewhat gang related, but this was the creepiest thing that I had ever seen, and even heard about. Did you remember the old days when gangs would just steal your shoes? Oh yeah. I bet you this kid is praying for that now. You know, I have, I have some some Converse on. Go ahead and run even, with them. And even the old days when they would just shoot you. I mean, there's almost something to be said about just being shot. But to, to but to be held down and to have someone cut off your hands. Must be the most horrific thing you could ever experience. Well, you would think until what happened today, until what we saw happened with Al Qaeda, which I'm not gonna mind naming Al Qaeda. Uh, over in Iraq, where they have one of our contractors, and I don't know if you've seen the video. It's disturbing. I would recommend not seeing this video. I'm serious, guys. I mean, just you, you, you know what happened from hearing the story. You don't need to see it. There's a sick, morbid side of people that wants to see this stuff, and I'll admit it's it's alive and well with me. I'm sitting yeah. in the back, and uh, you know Joe's Joe's looking at it, Joe Ardinger, and I'm I've sat there and I watch it with Joe. And I'm the kind of guy that doesn't get disturbed by stuff easily. Yeah. I look at this stuff, you know what I mean? And a lot of times, whether it's gory movies or whatever, a lot of times I end up not getting really steved out by it. But I watched this this decapitation of this it, guy. It, it was chilling. 
It was horrific. I honestly felt nauseous looking at this thing and thinking, wow, okay, that wasn't something faked on Faces of Death. This wasn't some sort of special effects. This actually happened. This happened to an American overseas right now that's, you know, and for these contractors, a lot of them, you know, they're trying to do what they can to try to make life better for the Iraqis, as well as our soldiers are, too. And you know what? Those guys are over there basically unarmed, basically, you know, just puppy dogs in the middle of a field with vultures flying over them, ready to pick them off if they want to. Um, Bateman's actually got some information about the uh, gang-related thing in Alexandria. A police officer just called. He didn't want to go on air. So we'll, say, we'll say an alleged police officer. He told me some information about the, the guy that got his hands cut off. He said it was a fight between two rival gangs. Don't give the gangs' names out. Okay. Well, the one that did the cutting is apparently a national gang from El Salvador. And they had had words prior to this incident. Okay, so, so when they saw the guy, they just you know basically jumped on him. And, you know, and I wonder too, why can't we all just get along? I mean, I know that sounds that, so cheesy that's and so cliche and hack, but I mean seriously. I think what the rival game did is they made a game up about this guy without his knowledge before the show. Uh, about Metro or Mo? Yeah. See, this sounds like something Bateman would do. Yeah. Not to make a light. Have you ever done this before? Cut anybody's hands off? <clears throat> I really shouldn't talk about that on air. Mm. What happened to your last girlfriend? What happened on Monday? Why'd you walk out? Why were you gone for an hour? What'd you do? I gotta go. Get out of here. 866-277-4969. But again, just, just looking at this video, Dubs, and you realize that these are human beings. Now, there's always this famous Manson, the Manson song. I believe it's, uh, Disposable Teens, where it's, um, the, uh, the death of one is a tragedy. The death of millions, just a statistic. You know what? I'm going to go back to the last segment when I called you a music dork and quoting from uh, Marilyn Manson or Tool. But, go no, on. Please do. But hold on a second. Just think about that, though. Okay? Oh, I will. Just think of the, the, think of the line, the death of one is a tragedy, the death of millions is a statistic. The reason why this is so upsetting is because we actually saw this guy die. We saw the guy die. Right before our eyes. And you can see that, you know, he's a normal guy. Probably has, uh, you know, the normal life that everybody else has. And you can identify it. You can see what goes on right there. And it's amazing that people aren't getting even more outraged because you think this is happening 12, 13 people at a time a day usually. Sometimes it's even just Americans on a really bad day. Maybe it's like five or six but even when we say just five or six, we got our people over there dying. And again, I gotta ask the question for what, J Dubs? Why are we in Iraq? And when you look at that guy, look at his face, he didn't even see it coming. He didn't know that, that was gonna happen. No, not at all, because he's he's like kneeled down, they're behind him reading something, I guess about yeah. who he is, and then the uh the Al Qaeda dude just takes the machete like out from his shirt. They knock the cat down, and they just saw away. It, it's straight-up medieval stuff. Yeah, they got me. It, it's stuff that you would, like, think you would see in some kind of movie like Troy or something. No, exactly. It doesn't even seem real. And to know that this actually happened, to see what actually happened right there. In this day and age. Right there in front of us. And again, Dubs, for what? How th This is... And I was going to say this earlier, and God, I wish I had said it last week during the show. This Thomas Hamill guy, the guy mm -hmm. that escaped, I was like, man, this is bad news for us to start touting and start beating, this, you know, beating our chests about how we got a POW guy who escaped. 
because I God, I wish I'd said it last week, because then I would have looked like some sort of a soothsayer. I was like, they're going to start killing any hostages that they are holding, because we made such a big deal of this Thomas Hamill guy escaping. They're going to start executing every single hostage. They're not going to let them live long enough to escape. Tommy just passed me a note that said a Wall Street journalist last year was uh, Wall Street Journal journalist last year was decapitated too. Hey, was this the same guy who um, that worked that had the, his 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 uh, wife had the kid? Yeah, it was yeah. that whole thing. I saw the video of that too. Well, did you? Did you really? Yeah, you're one of those internet guys, so you're always. Well, it's one of those things where it's like I know it's out there, and it's like, can I watch it? And now, what is it? Right what or? is it about humanity, though? I mean, what is it about us that you you look at this stuff? Will you have you seen this latest thing? Yeah, I did. Does it even disturb you at all? That's probably not as much as the average person. Are, but you, are you seriously desensitizing this stuff now? No, well, I mean, there's nothing I can do about it. It's not like I can make it better or something, so I'm not going to get, like... I mean, it, it, it was kind of like watching, I was kind of like, oh, I kind of wish I hadn't watched it, but, you know, it, it's just something I sort of felt like I had to watch. You know what? This makes me feel good that I'm actually still somewhat human. Because sometimes you worry a little bit about... All right. Am I so desensitized yeah. to violence? Thinks you know. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say it honestly because of movies. Because of movies, we've become desensitized to the violence that's out there. But I wonder to myself because I'll go to movies with chicks, and it'll be some bloody thing, you know, and they'll be jumping. They'll be jumping and crying, and I'm like, hey, come on, it's just a movie. And their excuse is, well, don't you know that happens in real life? And stupid me, I'm like, no, it doesn't. It's it's demolition man. <laughs> You know, what am I worried about? What am I worried about? In the future, all we'll have is Taco Bell? Yeah, and shells to wipe with? Not worried about it. shell system? So anyway, but I, I was, it was interesting to see that even within myself, you know, that I'm not as much of a degenerate and that I do actually, you know, I'm still human in some, in some way. Carol, welcome into the hideout on JFK. Hi. First, I'd like to say you guys are so funny and so smart. I really enjoy your show. Oh, now, you're listening you to the hideout, yeah. right? Yeah. We are talking about Ron and Fez, right? No, I'm talking okay. about you guys. Right. I think you're Thank incredibly you. witty. I love your show. Thank you, baby. I would like to say that, you know what? I went to college and had a lot of friends that, uh, you know, were from the Middle East. And this was back in the influx in the mid to late 80s. Uh -huh. You know, their culture... Turn your radio down. Okay, their culture has nothing to do with. I mean, they still have a lot of problem with women over there. Oh, I don't yeah. think the escape of Thomas Hamill had much to do with revenge. I knew when they were showing those shows, that, you know, the prison abuses and stuff, revenge and murder. I mean, it's a very different culture. I mean, they have problems. I don't want to generalize, but. Still to this day, you know, if a woman divorces over there, they don't get the kids. I mean, these guys have problems. I, I'll just say it. I mean, they have a lot of problem with telling the truth a lot of times. Well, the other, it's so different. The other thing that I've noticed too, Dubs, is like there's there's this amazing like almost similarity between gangs. And yep. terrorists, yep. and even it, it, sometimes it, organized crime, where it's like well, it's a it's a whole fear based uh, respect. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. You hit it right on the head there. Where it's okay, you did something to us. Yeah. Here's what we're gonna do to you, and we're gonna take it one step further, and we're gonna make sure that you know that this is gonna happen, because then you will never mess with us. Yeah. Try to try to take it one step further than us, and you'll you'll see what happens. And then we're gonna keep going and going and going. 
I have uh, many Iraqi friends, and I would love, I, I haven't thought about doing it yet, but I, I'm going to call them tomorrow and take their temperature on it, because they're the most normal guys you'd ever meet. But they are even more desensitized than even we are to, like, yeah. like uh, the... they see it in real life. I mean, yeah. could you imagine what it's like being in, like, Israel or something or even Iraq? Yeah, uh, both, uh, like, I have, like, three or four friends. All of them grew up in Baghdad. And one of them will tell me stories. Uh, he, he rarely will get into it. But one of his stories is during the first Gulf War, Saddam's uh, people came, picked his dad up to fight in the war, never saw his dad again in the middle of the night. So he didn't even get to say goodbye to him. Jesus Christ. Very true. All right, Carol, thanks for calling the hideout. Sure, good luck with the show. Thank you for all those kind words. I still think she's, uh, yeah, she's, she thinks she's listening to Rick Ballou. Yeah, 866-277-4969. Again, trying to get the hideout pulse as to where you are on this and if this even, you know, if it disturbs you. I mean, you got guys like Bateman, they watch this stuff on newsfilter.org and they're moving on to the porn. And sometimes it's, you know, equally as disturbing. And equally as pleasurable for them. But getting back to the gangs and the terrorist correlation real quick, Dubs, have you ever noticed, because to me, and again, this isn't making excuses, but this is a serious thing that I, I've always thought about. These people are at the end of their ropes, or at what they feel is the end of their ropes, whether they're terrorists, whether they're gang members, whether they're going into organized crime. They honestly feel as if they have no other option. Maybe they can't get jobs. Maybe they don't, they don't have families. To them, this is a support network. To them, this is their way of being a part of something and being in a cause. No, no, that's, it's, it's not that simple. This is, for a lot of them, the easy way to become rich, the easy way to uh, go to heaven, the easy way to do all this stuff. It's more of a thing of beliefs more than alright I don't have anywhere else to go because most of them are smart most of them you know have a, lo a lot of money or intelligence and they could do a lot more things but this seems like but you the know, easiest way to go but you know what it's usually the people that are in charge it's the people it's the, the Osamas the other guys the right hand dudes the consiglieres the guys who are in the up the Nino Browns it's those are the guys who have the money but it's the soldiers are the ones who are at the end of the rope. They're like, what am I going to do? I don't, I don't have a job. There's no infrastructure. I can't make any money. I may as well go work for the gang. I may as well go be a terrorist because then maybe I can take care of my family. Either they're at the end of the ropes or they're very ill-directed on what's right, what's wrong. And I'm not going to say that they're not. And again, I'm not being an apologist for terrorists or gang members. But for us to defeat the problem, J. Dubs, we have to make everybody rich and have all their dreams come true. No. no. We need to understand the root of it. And this, just like you have supply and demand, okay, the basic tenets of nature are uh, the way things work in society. You've got the demand, the supply, supply, demand, and you also have another basic law of cause and effect. And here we only want to look at the effect. We only want to look at what's going on now. Why are people cutting off hands? Why are, you know, uh, why, just, we just see the stuff that's at the end. And we never go back to look and see what caused this. Why are these people rolling around in gangs? Why are they terrorists? That's all. all right. I, if we can answer that question, I think we got a better idea instead of going off to war. All right, so we, we, if we uh, found the cause of it, and it is poverty or whatever, and we fix it, what, where do we go from there? 
Who knows? But I think that's a positive situation. Because there's no way you can have a working society if you don't have a top, a middle, and a bottom. And the bottom is always going to want to fight to be the top. No, And that is true, Dubs, and maybe that's where we have the inherent problem. But I think and it's never going to end. But but having that is such a, such a horrible attitude. Then why even live? No, it's not why then even why live. Then why even live? It's not why even live, but try to make the best out of what world we're given. But also, too, try to find answers to the questions. Try to find the cause for the effects. It's the same thing about knowing history, so you don't repeat it. Understand why things are history, happening. History is impossible to not repeat. Because, because people don't learn from it. I did, you know, I mean, do you think the Bushes, they, had, they didn't even look at what's going on in Afghanistan. We're building another Afghanistan in Iraq right now. It's that kind of a thing's happening. Anyway, that's just the little political side of the hideout. Maybe it's not as funny, but I wanted to take a break to talk about it. Because I saw that thing, and I got somebody who's sitting me on the AWOL for broadband right now. They just saw a little bit of the clip, and they turned it off of uh, the American. It, it took me a lot to not turn off, and I kind of wish I would now. Yeah, a lot of, of the American who's getting decapitated over in Iraq, the payback. And I don't even want to get into what our soldiers are doing. But I don't even, I, in a sense, don't even really blame them. No, you, I can't blame someone for doing that until I'm put in that same situation. I'm not going to go around and judge because of that. And honestly, they ask, who are the monsters who would be, you know, hazing over there? Me and Dubs. <laughs> I tell you what, I am more likely than to not do that over there. I, I know me. And I, that's probably why I shouldn't be in the military or any kind of position like that, because I would be doing gay stuff with these guys. I know it sounds horrible, and you, you probably think we're evil people, but the slurpy sack attack? You it know? didn't have to be me. That's all I'm saying. That's, God, that's horrible to say, but it's true. You wonder who the people... We know that we shouldn't be in any positions of power. We understand that. We're here to goof on each other and do these things to each other for you to laugh. But that's going on out there, and it's human nature. It's just so disgusting. Now, I'm so disgusted with humanity. The big question is, how do we go from this into Hooters? Easily. Easily? With a commercial. Okay. <laughs> we're going to take, take a commercial. We're going to come back. Let's end on a positive note. Let's end on a high note. We've got a young lady who works at Hooters who wants to get breast reduction. And to me, uh, it's a mistake, a horrible mistake. She says her back hurts. We'll find out what's going on next. It's The Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout, Happy and Dubs. Proving even retards can do a radio show. Uh, it's the hideout. The hideout with L F A and G Dub. We meet again, making your memory plans jiggle. The hideout on 106.7 WJFK. And welcome into the hideout. Coming down the home stretch on this Tuesday evening, Washington, D.C., 866-277-4969. My name is El Hafe. Saying across from me is uh, my, my dog, my best friend, J-Dubs. <laughs> Taking your uh, phone calls in the back, Oddball and Bateman. 
866-277-4969. And, of course, there's always the website as well, radiohideout.com. Is there and available to you? And, in fact, you can get a little uh, backstory on our boy that we're going to have on the phone with us uh, right now. Um, in fact, he was supposed to be an original an original cast member in the hideout. Decided that it was a, a better idea to stay with Lansing's New Rock 92-1 The Edge. And yeah, get on the train. And then about six months later, they flipped, and they're playing really crappy um, old white lady music right now. Hey, let's welcome Lefty back into the hideout. What's up, brother? Not much, man. What's going on? Uh, we're here to do an intervention. You called me the other night and told me something that is absolutely disturbing. <laughs> Please. And this is something that I wanted to do because, in a, in a way, I want our listeners to maybe participate to maybe educate, to do everything that we can to keep this monstrosity from happening. happening. Yeah. Please give us this story, Lefty, on what's going on. Well, my girl, my girl Lauren, she's just convinced. And it's the typical girl stuff where for how long now, I don't know, she thinks she's putting on weight or whatever, right, which just couldn't be further from the truth. But uh comes to me this past week and is like, I want to get a reduction. <sighs> a hooter's girl that wants to get a reduction. Yeah. All right. No. It's like I'll I'll pass up on the benefits. Exactly. <laughs> do you want to keep working at Hooters? Yeah. Or does IHOP look good to you? I, well, hopefully the Hooters thing is done soon anyway. But all right. So t- get, tell us uh, for our, for our horny listeners what uh, what Lauren looks like. Describe if you would, please. Mm, like dirty blonde hair. Stand up, babe. <laughs> Come on, stand up. Turn around. We've got those sexy little pajama pants on right now, too. That little yellow tank top. Order the box around. What's that? Nothing. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you know, look, I don't know. Who do you, do you think she looks like somebody famous? You know her. From what I remember, I'm thinking a real Jenna Jameson type. You know, I see that. Just don't say that in front of her, but I see that. Okay, I can see that one. Because she's hot. And she kinky. <laughs> she's, saying, she's saying who. Is she kinky like that, too? Who? Yeah, from time to time. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Give us a story. Give us she a just She wants the reduction. And I'll tell you what. I mean, I know you're, you're going you're gonna to call me blasphemous or whatever. Hold on a second. I'm... What size is she now? Uh, solid, a solid D. Of like what, thirty four, thirty two? Because she's a small yeah. girl. Right in between those. Oh, that's so beautiful. Thirty four. Let's just say thirty two D. Yeah. Okay. Oh, let's run with that for a little bit. And how tall is she? Uh, about five five. Five five. Thirty two D. Works at Hooters. Has a degree from yeah. Michigan State University. Yep. All right. Let's talk to her. Let's talk to her. All right. Here you go. And she knows this call is Hefe and Dubs, right? Hello. Hey, it's F.A. and Dubs in Washington, D.C. How are you, baby? I'm great. How are you? So good to talk to you. How have you been? Congratulations on uh, all of the biggest accomplishments that you just had. Oh, thank you. Now I, we now we got to hit this, though. We've been told this story. What's the problem? Why are you considering destroying your beautiful goddess-like body? Well, you know, there's certain people that... You know, some girls that are tiny and top-heavy, and they kind of look abnormally top-heavy. I feel like I'm getting to that point. Uh, are we talk- uh, you're just grasping for something now. Are we talking abnormally top-heavy and weird or beautiful? Because well, I think it's beautiful. I'm starting to cross the line of you- the abnormal. To where they're just too big? Yeah. Are you having problems, like, spilling over? Well, 
you if know, you, not you get, yet, but it's getting there. If you get pushed too hard on, like, your forehead, will you fall backwards? <laughs> no, for crying out loud. <laughs> Are you like one of those uh, those little things that kids box? You know, where they hit them, they and fall all, over, and they pop right back up. And so it's not anything drastic like that. Because here's the thing. You are beautiful, Lauren. I mean, not only are you just a cheer to be around, but then you have this amazing body working at Hooters, of course, like we, like we had mentioned before. I thought we talked, I thought we talked during the break about not getting too creepy. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Yeah, my bad. I, didn't, right. I don't want to completely hit on Lefty's chick. Um, screw it. Uh, you know my instant messenger. E I am me sometime. So okay. We can, so we can just have little conversations ourselves and laugh at what a loser lefty is and how he missed out. Well, cyber. <laughs> yeah. Let's cyber. <laughs> so, all right. Now, you have you had growth lately? Well, I don't know. It tends to seem so. Really? I mean... It's hard okay. to tell. Okay. When we left Lansing uh, about two years ago, what size were you? Well, I'm still in the same size bra, but shirts fit differently. Really? Yeah. More snug? How are they different? Well, they're shorter. Do they creep up? Yeah, it's fine to have big boobs, but it's not fine to be abnormally big, to the point where that's the only thing that draws attention. That's not okay. I well, you work at Hooters. Now, wait a second, though. Now, hold on a second. Now, she's a very smart lady, and she wants to be known for something other than her breasts. But you know what? With the meat, you want the potatoes, you know? Why, why just have a main course there, you know, being smart? Why don't you throw the potatoes on the side, which would be the big breasts? So you're talking you want an entire want full, packet. Yeah, I want a full-course meal. Okay. And I believe Lauren's a full-course meal. Yeah. But you think that it's now getting in the way. Do you think this is hindering you in your professional career? No, not at all. It's definitely not to that extent. But to me, it's uncomfortable. Like, to me, having boobs is fine. That's totally something to be proud of. Yes. But to the extent where it's very, I don't, it's, it's getting to the point where it's uncomfortable. It's Can you talk big. a little slower when you say nah. uncomfortable? <laughs> now, has uh, Lefty had you do the Mickey Mouse ears to him yet? No. Throw them on top of the head. All right. <laughs> now, when are you looking to get this done, Lauren? When, when are you gonna? When are you gonna? Are you are you dead set on this? No. When are you, when are you gonna no. kill the puppy? Yeah. No, it's just it's an upcoming thought. It's in the soul and the thought process. What was the thing that put the? Because you maybe have had this because, like we said, thirty-two D's, uh, just a beautiful woman works at Hooters. What's the thing that's put this over the the line? What happened? What happened to really break break the uh, camel's back, if you will, with the humps? Break the camel's toe. Well, nothing specifically. It's just that I don't. It's just been appearing to be my shirts just don't fit the same. It just doesn't look the same. It's uncomfortable. Want me to tell you what to do? Buy smaller shirts. <laughs> smaller shirts can cure this problem. Oh, I'm sure it would. Why even have shirts in this society? Oh God! How blasphemous! In fact, can you send you us a bra? Hooters about that. Can you send us a bra? We'd love to talk to Hooters. God, how I miss your Hooters. I mean, the actual bar. Well, you know, you too. Does Lefty tell you how much I fantasize about you? No, he forgot to mention creepy. that. Creepy. Oh, I'm sorry. We're going creepy. All right. Yeah. You gotta let me know when the creepy meter starts going off. <laughs> now we have everybody on the instant messenger saying, "Guys, stop being pigs." If she feels uncomfortable, 
it is okay and she should get this done. Now, Lauren, I have a couple of things here that I don't want to try to influence your decision, but I have some facts that I think you should know. What? Um, breast reduction is not a simple operation, but it's normally safe. However, there are complications, including bleeding, infection, and maybe even death from the anesthesia. You don't want to die, do you? No, have to... <laughs> no, no. Get, uh... I hear it is more expensive. Cut, yeah, That's get, kind of a downfall. Get your finger next to the dump button for this one. Okay. Now, the only problem I would ever see is if they're veiny. Are they are they at all like Ew, that? Do no. you have spider webs going? Know. Then you have no problem. <laughs> and how old are you, by the way? Um, twenty-two. Oh come on! Maybe you'll maybe you need a lift when you're like forty. Maybe, maybe. And who says we're gonna live that long anyway? Yeah. And right. And who says you need to be with Lefty? <laughs> and there's always right. cafe. You might have to take that up with him. Again, I don't. I'm not even interested in him. He would want to sleep with me. I know this already. <laughs> He has the biggest boy crush. He does. This procedure can leave scars. It can leave you mismatched. You may not you be able be to. Lopsided. You may not be able to breastfeed, and you could even lose your nipple. <laughs> this is a possibility, serious possibility, when getting reduction. Where would you lose it to? I don't know. Do you get to take it home at least? <laughs> Keep it under your pillow. Wear it as an earring. Uh, side effects include. Not being able to date for the rest of your life. Is that something? I told Lefty this. Do you want to work at IHOP instead of Hooters? I know. See? But I, you're smart, Chick. You're going to move into the professional world. Maybe it would be some sort of a hindrance. People want to talk to you or tell you stories. Hold on. Well, it is a hindrance, for well, sure. Hold on. We'll talk about the hindrance in a second. First, let's talk to Bill in the hideout. Are you there, Bill? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, bro? Uh, a friend of mine, his sister had the surgery, and it ended up killing the tissue, the living tissue, and as a result, she lost her entire breast. Now, was she hot like Lauren? Uh, well, I haven't seen Lauren, but she was fucking hot, yeah. All right, and that is, and, that and is as, a damn thing. And the thing about the um, nipple itself. Wow. Kind of, oh. It's kind of, think, think of it like the eyes. I, 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 I don't have to think. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of sexy, that's all I know. I don't have to think about it anymore. I'm trying to get into something here with Lauren. I don't want to think about that. Now, you said it would be a hindrance. Yeah. How is this? How are your luscious, God-given glands going to be a hindrance in your uh, in your work? Most people can be able to just, like, dress up and wear dressy clothes and look classy. But any type of dressy clothes, people with big boobs, you can't look classy in any dressy clothes. You all just inevitably look trashy. Now, do you want to look like some little skinny, no-boob loser no. girl? Let me tell you one thing. If you get rid of those things, and Luffy will tell you this right now, you're going to have to work harder. Yeah, you, possibly. You got you can't you can't rely on those anymore. I mean, but now, what would what would you want to go down to? Because right now we got you at a 32D. What are you going down to? Right. Well, I wouldn't if I stayed at a D. I don't necessarily think that that would be a consideration. But once you start going above a D at my size, it's not really acceptable. I wouldn't want none. Obviously, you have to work very hard if you have none. Mm -hmm. But to be over a D. I think, depending on your size, is not acceptable. Could you say D one more time? 
I'm sorry. D, how's that? Oh, yeah. All right. It's proportionate is the, is the main goal here. Now, now, I don't really remember. How's your ass? How does everything match up with your ass? Oh, well, Jim says I lefty says I have the best ass ever, so take it with that as you may. Mm, yeah, I do remember that. Hey, you tan a lot, too, don't you? No, not a lot. Not anymore? No. You got tan lines? Yeah, I was on spring break. So beautiful. Did you? Now we talked about this when you were on spring break. Did yeah, you I have, heard all about it. <laughs> did you end up hooking up with uh, Shaq over there? Yeah, when no, you were in LA. No, no. All right. It was a relaxing spring break. I'm sure. Not to crush your visions or anything. Now you realize spring break wouldn't have been relaxing if you had uh, chicken breasts instead of the beautiful things that you have now. Spring. Well, actually, it proposed certain problems on spring break. Like? Like, guys not calling me by my name, but by, oh, big boobs. That's how I was titled. Fine. <laughs> that's not, see, that's not acceptable. That's kind of, no, I don't, I mean, you say not acceptable, but this is, seriously, you realize that you're a star because of these. Hold on a second. <sighs> Roy Schneider's in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Roy, what's going on, bro? I don't want this chick to get a reduction. <laughs> Did you dump that? <laughs> Why? I don't know. But this is going to get played on the weekend, and that's goddamn funny. And by the way, that is not true, because she is beautiful. <laughs> Jesus. Lauren, thank you for coming into the hideout. You're welcome. Seriously. And seriously, whatever you do end up doing, it's your decision and good luck. The best of luck to you. Oh, great. Well, thank you. And when are you guys going to come visit? Soon, I hope. Really? Awesome. Awesome. All right, let me talk to Lefty. Okay. Thank you, baby. <laughs> wow. Hello? God damn. <laughs> I was hoping we could dump out of that and she wouldn't hear that call. <laughs> How did it go? I thought it went great. Tell her she's a great sport and tell her we love her. I mean, seriously. Yeah, all right. And that that was, uh, <laughs> that was Various who said that, and that wasn't something that... Oh, <laughs> it was goddamn funny. I know it got dumped out, but you'll hear it on the Saturday Night Replay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't let her do it, bro. Yeah. If she does, you know what? I'm cool either way, because think about it. You either got what's there right now, or you got solid C's. Yeah, but God, what's there? At least make her keep it for like another nine years. Yeah. Are you gonna marry this chick? Yeah, absolutely. Dumbass. I would say there's no way it's going down in the next five years. Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Well, we'll uh, we'll holla at you later. All right, right on. Thanks, man. Later. See ya. God damn, that was a funny call. Is this out of auxiliary? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Bateman, cut that part out. <laughs> well, there it is. A little hideout intervention. I don't know if uh, we did anything to help, but um, I think we learned a little something tonight. Yeah? And that's that I would definitely bang my friend's girlfriend. And we didn't know that before. No, I don't think we did. Somehow... What, what did we learn from our game today? <laughs> Tommy's just glaring right now. Uh, the game that we debuted earlier tonight, Mo or No? What was it? No, Metro, Metro or Mo? Metro or Mo? Stupid show. I'm sorry about that, Bateman. Don't get all pissed off, man. Seriously, you're funny. You're a funny guy. Thank you. You are, you are good. Thank you for coming back too.
Seriously, if we didn't have you, you do smell like soap. I told you. Does he not smell like caress? Yes. I don't go out of my way to smell like it. I can't help it's my natural smell. How much soap do you put on your body? It doesn't matter because I wash it off. Are you <laughs> keeping soap in your pocket? <laughs> do, you, do you use a loofah sponge? Do you use a loofah? Yeah. What about, do you use lotion? Yeah. Do you shave your entire body? I Look at my legs, you freaking faggot. Come on. Why are you spouting hateful words like that? Because I'm talking to you. You know we're tolerant in the hideout. Soap boy. <laughs> All right. There it is. There's another hideout. Oh, coming up tomorrow, the people from the Gothic prom will be here. Oh, really? Yeah. They'll be in here? They're going to be in studio. Very good. So that should be a lot of fun. We'll just sit around and talk about Marilyn Manson, and maybe we'll cut each other. Um, looking forward to that coming up tomorrow night. Thank you to Lefty's Chick. Thank you to uh, Bateman and Oddball. Thank you to Solar Planets and uh, The Sopranos and, of course, MafiaLife.com. Go to RadioHideout.com. Get yourself signed up so that you can become uh, a part of the online community, RadioHideout.com. This is The Hideout. I am El Jefe. That's J-Dubs. This is the new hit. We out, bitch. 5,000. Music nerd. 5,000. I want to sleep with Heffin. Tommy's a virgin. Tommy's a bad. Tommy's a virgin. I'm not interested. This plane was hot. Tommy's a bad. Tommy's a virgin. Hey, you're tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and J-Dub. This is Red Smooth. Watch the Redskins. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. Douche chill. Not interested.